be moving along the eastern seaboard over the next couple of days. Meanwhile, some intense thunderstorms moving in from the west, and any one of these in a few spots can bring damaging wind gusts and downpours through the first part of tonight, and rather muggy and warm in the low 70s. Tomorrow, once again, lots of humidity. The temperature heading for 90 away from Cape Cod, feeling closer to 100 degrees in the Boston area. Sunshine will mix with clouds, a thunderstorm late in the day, and by tomorrow night, any showers will gradually wind down in the mid-60s. Thursday, much cooler, high 70 to 74, with more clouds, a few sunny breaks, a shower too late, and then the storm will be moving up along the eastern seaboard, and by then, we could see heavy tropical downpours, the high 78. For WATD, I'm meteorologist Rob Gilman. 87 degrees outside our South Shore Studio 612. That's local news. I'm Christine James. And saying good evening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara right here on 95.9 WATD. Now, Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio by my team member, Mary Baker. Hey, Mel. Hello. And we are joined via Zoom uh, with Sharon McNamara. I'm not sure if she can hear me right now. I can see American flag. All the way from the vineyard. She's on the boat, of course. Um, Their annual uh, 4th of July trip that they do uh, down in Eggertown. So enjoying, uh, I don't know if the sun is out. I I really haven't been I feel like we need to like pray to that. You know how you do the rain dance? We need to do a sun dance so that we can get some sun for Sharon and Mark down um, on the boat. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know what that is. If everybody we, knows what a sun yeah. is. McCoy, the hustle. Whatever. A sun hustle. Yeah. The theme song of our people. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We talked about last week. I was going to Newport and it pretty much rained the whole entire time. And what can you do in Newport when it's raining? Not Just much. sit inside. So it uh, could have really been anywhere, but I'm sure Sharon uh, feels the same way. Um, 
yeah, so I, I can't really see. Oh, there we go. We can see her now. So I am going to um, get us all ready on Facebook if somebody wants to take over for me right now. Sure can. Um, so tonight we are going to be talking about real estate scams. And I think we, so we've done a show on this once before, um, just when it was kind of like just starting out and now we're just seeing it more and more. And you guys know that we like to, um, take our real life experiences and turn them into shows. So we had a real life experience and we're going to turn it into a show, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is I don't really like when these types of situations happen, but when they, it happened perfectly because it happened yesterday and I am away. As you can see, I did my show from, uh, we did our show from when I was here last year too, except for it was sunny and bright this year, not so much, but, um, we have the American American flag in the background looks just as good though. Yeah. It's windy (laughs) here today. So the sun peaked out a little bit, but yeah, there goes our old glory back there. Um, but you know, it happened yesterday. And then when Mel asked, Oh, what are we going to have for a topic tonight? I was like, Oh, this would be a great topic. So I know Mary, you're going to reach out to somebody that I was sort of chatting with on Facebook. I just don't know if he was able to make it or join us or not. I don't think so. I didn't see it on the agenda. No. So, um, we will have, I won't even announce who he is just in case, but We will have him on hopefully in a couple of weeks. He just had some things that he had to take care of tonight, but he teaches about um, basically like real estate scams and internet scams at one of the local colleges, as well as is a retired chief of police. So I was like, oh, that sounds like the makings for a very interesting show. So if, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll revisit and see what we can put together. Yeah. So why don't you guys explain what happened yesterday? And then I'll go into what happened today at the office as well. Interesting. All right, Chad, I'll let you take that one. So what happened yesterday was I, as as you know, when you're a real estate agent on vacation, you're sort of checking your phone all the time anyways. And um, so I checked my phone and I kept on getting these text messages. Um, I'd like more information about the rental. I'd like to see the rental. And I was like, uh-oh, here we go. Because if you mm-hmm. recall, last year I was actually interviewed by one of the news stations. I don't remember. I think maybe it was Channel 4. Um, about the same situation happening. It doesn't just happen to our office, by the way. It does happen to a lot of offices. It's really trying to get on top of it before it does happen. So I was able to um, ask the people who were texting me, can you tell me where you saw the property for rent? And what they were calling, it was 67 Redwood Circle, which is one of our new listings that we just put on last week, right before we went away for 4th of July, right? Or the week before. Just got it under agreement last week. So it's in everything it's showing up as under agreement or contingent. So if you go on or anything like that and somebody took the photos and um, thank goodness it's a vacant property. That just makes me feel a little more comfortable um, just because it isn't like somebody can see the inside of somebody's house and they take the photos and then they made a listing on a thing, I think it's called rental or something, Turbo Tenant. Turbo Tenant. Yeah, TurboTenant.com. And then what they did is they took that link and put it on Facebook Marketplace. So the people who reached out to me, and this is where Mary was like, well, they're not too smart or scammers if they're given your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, well. I was like, I don't understand. How are they calling you? That's not very, that's not very smart. 
Yeah. So what they were doing, what the people who did end up calling me, luckily what they ended up doing is they took the address, they Googled the address. So when they Googled the address, they got our actual listing, which brought them to my phone number, which they were able to call me. So they called me directly. Some other people drove by the house and were texting me and they were in front of the house yesterday. I don't even know if I updated either of you on that yesterday but calling me directly from in front of the house. And that's how I was alerted to this situation happening. I wonder, so did you ever see any of the original posts for it? Like, did you physically see it before you sent it in? Were you able to see like a date and timestamp? Cause I'm curious just from like when we were on market to when we went under agreement, when they thought of this brilliant idea of stealing the listing and the photos and posted it. Like when did, yeah, did it happen I, I just honestly on Monday? Think- just happened on Monday. I think that got very lucky and we caught it in time. But again, that's a matter of being very alert to what's going on and not saying, you know, because, you know, when we're, we're just familiar with this now, right? So we understand what the scammers are. Like the, the, there's somebody's, and this is, I want to, I can't wait to talk to this man about the guy that's always texting everyone in our office saying that they're me <laughs> to send that. I mean, he texted me the other last week asking. Yeah, me to I got that too. I didn't even <laughs> respond. Usually I just try to play with them a little bit. I, I didn't even respond. I was like, seriously, <laughs> of all the people in the office to text me on my day off, <laughs> it's a scammer. <laughs> like really? <laughs> At least everybody else respected my space. (laughs) But I'm glad to hear that, by the way. I'm so glad you had a good time while you were away. Yes, we we did have a good time. Again, I wish the weather was better, but... Um, but so not to interrupt your part of the story, but I didn't know that this happened. I hadn't talked to you guys about it. All I knew is I saw an email um, in the team emails, something about, um, you know, it, it being Redwood and like a scam and stuff. So when I got a phone call today, um, from a woman as saying that, um, oh, I, I put in an application yesterday and I, I paid. Um, so I I just want to know, like, did I get the apartment? So I'm like, she couldn't remember the address. She couldn't. And I was like, well, we don't have any rentals and you couldn't have paid yesterday. Like who would you have paid yesterday? And it has to do with our office. Um, so pretty much just going through it. And then she's like, oh, I have to find my email. I have to find my email. She finally finds it. It's 67 Redwood Circle. And I said, oh, um, actually that is for sale. It's on the market. It does have an accepted offer. Um, and she had actually paid a, a fee to this, um, she thought this company, um, but she knew that you were the listing agent on it. Um, And so I never saw the post on the website, um, but I did see the emails back and forth saying that it had been taken down. Um, But this woman saw it yesterday, paid the fee, which was $45. And that could be a lot of money to somebody who's looking for, you know, a rental or or anybody. Um, And you know, it just, and she was like, well, how do I get my money back? And I'm like, well, you might have to reach out to Turbo Tenant because we don't have your money. <laughs> like, well, too, I was thinking about that too, is, and this is this, this is why I sort of, even though I am on vacation, like I needed to react to this quickly because yeah. I didn't want people to get scammed. And I hate to say she was only out $45, and I was talking to Mark about this. We actually just went up and had an early dinner. And I was saying, you know, $45, it's not a ton of money, but it's a lot of money to, to, to lose for sure. But how many of those, 
because the listing was so cheap, and I know we're going to get into that, like things to look for. If he got 50 people to do that, to put 45, to give them $45 in some, you know, overseas account, then, and people aren't going to see it, then it adds up quite quickly. Mm. But one of the other scams that we were getting last year, and if I'm going too fast forward on this, um, Mel, just let me know. But people were giving first month's rent, last month's rent, like giving thousands of dollars. And the person would call and say, oh, I can't make it. I got a flat tire. I was supposed to meet you at the rental. Got a flat tire. Just, you know, we have so many people interested. If you want to secure it, you have to send me this money. Venmo me this money. And people do. Do not, do not, do not, do not ever do that. Yeah. I mean, how many people saw it in the past, you know, day or day and a half? But like, honestly, it it was a holiday. So Sunday was a holiday. A lot of people had yesterday off. These scammers are relying on the fact that, okay, everyone's going to enjoy a day or two off and I'm not going to, you know, get caught or I'm going to get caught after I scam a couple people. And, you know, we, we at least know of $45 that this person has, but I'm surprised. I don't know how TurboTenant works or any of those websites. I would think that if it was a legitimate site that they would get the money first and then like give it to whatever to like once it's verified like I don't know it's just I I don't know again I don't know how it works I should have researched it before we did this but I just it's it's crazy right on the website it says like beware scams like I think it just says that but I don't think if people don't know what what that what the scam is, then they don't know how to react to it. You know, that's the sad part about this is is those companies certainly know how to protect themselves. Yeah, you but know, not necessarily other people. Yeah. But I'm hoping that maybe she put it on a credit card to the woman that called you or anybody else who did get sort of trapped by this. Maybe they put it on like I put things like that on my American Express and American Express is great about you know, getting to the bottom of things and making sure that you're protected. So hopefully um, that's how she did it. And hopefully she didn't use her real bank account because that makes me more worried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To think yeah. that. I mean, you never know. I mean, she, she could not have a credit like, card. Yeah. Maybe she thinks it's only $45, but did they go in and take everything? I just hope yeah. not. Yeah. There was also, so you had, um, Melissa sent me an email earlier today from Playster that somebody inquired, it was either this morning or late last night. Because um, so on our website, it goes directly to our to our admins first to kind of filter out to all the agents. And it was somebody inquiring about Redwood Circle, and he put this lengthy, lengthy, lengthy email in his request form, basically saying, "Hey, you know, I saw this. It looks too good to be true. Is it too good to be true? I'm researching. I'm seeing that like almost everywhere it says under contract or sale pending. He goes, but I also see that it's listed for a rental. So that in in his instance, I don't believe that he went um, and did the actual application. Mm. He was kind of just trying to gather information. So it's kind of like this buyer beware, tenant beware. You have to have to know where your money is going, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, yeah. you, if, mm. and so I looked earlier today, I was trying to find anywhere that I could see this listing for rent. Like, where is it? And almost everything that I came up with today, probably about two, three o'clock, I couldn't find a rental listing anywhere. It was all, you know, for sale. So it seems as if it's been taken down mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but I know I reached out to um, 
so I was really lucky too that I actually called everybody that texted me and they answered the phone. But again, this is what breaks my heart is people who are prying on the innocent who are just looking for affordable housing, right? Mm -hmm. That it just really sort of breaks my heart to think again, if it looks too good to be true, it is true. By the way, you are listening to talk real estate Roundtable. There's a boat going by. <laughs> we, we, can't, we, can't hear we can't hear it. Oh, you can't? No. Okay. <laughs> well, there it goes. And <laughs> it's loud. Um, if you have any questions about this topic or if you've heard of any real estate scams, we'd love to hear from you tonight. Ben is in studio and he'll get you over to uh, Melissa and Mary uh, to ask us some questions if you want. 781-837-4900. We'd love to hear from you. And I know that uh, the girls also have Facebook up, so you can also ask a question uh, through Facebook on McNamara Burger Team, I believe, is where we are. Yeah, um, I guess we can sort of jump into like just the generic things about like scamming. So like we talked about, you know, they steal photos. So it might be a property that's on the market or even sold. So like last year, the property that was, you know, for rent was actually one of your former buyers. Um, for, yeah, but well, you guys had both sides. Yeah. So you recognize the photos instantly because you paid for them. <laughs> so they were professional photos. They were of your um, previous clients stuff. Um, so you could recognize that pretty easily. And that was sort of like the first trigger because when a property goes back on the market, you generally take new photos. Yeah. So nobody is like, if you relist a property or, you know, if for some reason they go with another agent, they're going to take their own photos. So if you recognize the photos that you purchased when you had that listing, that's a sort of a red flag. Um, but unfortunately, somebody who's looking for a, a, a rental isn't going to recognize that. Um, yeah. So they're not going to recognize, oh, this was a listing that was a year ago. Um, pretty much the, the listing agent will. But I forget exactly. Somebody had reached out to you directly. Um, it was actually the, the former buyer yeah, reached out to reach us. Reach out because somebody had been reaching out to them. So, you know, at least, you know, somebody was able to contact um, contact the team. But, um, you know, stealing photos and doing false advertising. So something that um, is interesting when you look through. And a lot of the times we can catch it with the text messages is the, the, the wording of what they say. Um, and like, it, it tends to be in all capitals too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. this, and it's like, oh, this is Sharon McNamara. <laughs> it's like Sharon McNamara is like yelling at you. <laughs> um, and so like, we know, like if you continue on the conversation with the person, uh, which some of our agents have some fun with it, um, you know, they, eventually it's like, oh, send like buy the the gift cards and send me the numbers and stuff like that, um, which which is a total scam. Uh, no, none of us is are ever. No one's really ever gonna say that. I mean, I've never had anybody ask me for 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 that. So I think no, nobody's gonna call you yeah. and say, hey, hey, would you mind go picking up a gift card for yeah. me and then give maybe me move the on to number? something else um, or just stop scamming. <laughs> Um, but false advertising. So you just be aware of, you know, the, the spelling and the details, the grammar with the, with the posts. So mm -hmm. if it's somebody like a company, uh, you know, so, so like turbo tenant, if it's a company doing this advertising, they, everything should be spelled right. It should be correct grammar. Like yeah. it should be these things. Um, if they're not, that's something to question. Mm -hmm. All right. This might not be real. Um, I don't know One if you get 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. One of the things that I noticed on the listing, and I know that we got that taken down pretty quickly, but when I scrolled down, it said that it was posted by the owner of the property. So I give kudos to the gentleman that went directly onto our website. Yeah. And, you know, did his research. I mean, that's what he should be doing, you know, is doing the research to try to trickle it down to see where it is because. Mel, when you were talking about the pictures, it would be way too coincidental that we just put a house on the market two weeks ago and now we're renting it with the same exact pictures. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? So I think that that was a good thing to to bring up with the pictures. And a lot of times they do it with properties that are sold. Yeah. So, well, just something that popped into my head and hopefully this isn't confusing, but, um, like sometimes in MLS things are listed as like a single family home or like as a condo too, yeah. or like, just like depending on how like the deed and stuff is like written is like, okay, is it a multifamily? Is it a two family? Is it a single family with a in-law? So like it can be listed a couple different ways in MLS. So that might be confusing to yeah. the consumer if they're not no, sort of aware point. or working with a realtor who can explain that to them. Um, so, I mean, I could see how like a consumer could could look at, oh, there's a multifamily listed. Oh, there's a single family. They have the same photo. So like that could be confusing, but I think rentals and for sale, I mean, I don't really know of like a situation where somebody would put their house for sale and for rent at the same time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it could happen. Stranger it, things it, have it could happen. Actually. Um, you know, it's sort of like, oh, if I don't get an offer, I could rent yeah. it type of thing. But yeah. we probably wouldn't advise to do it at the same time. You would think, yeah. And that's what I mean that again, going back to just doing your research, if you're in Craigslist, I think that that's the thing that's so scary about this is going on to that what what's it called tenant turbo tenant. Like it looks that like that website in itself is legitimate. Legit. Yeah. Or you it know, is it is so, legitimate. It is legitimate. I filled in and said more. I wanted more contact. I wanted more information. So contact me. I did that myself. And I got a questionnaire back asking when I was looking to rent and all this other stuff. Like, so the application that they're talking about, I actually got. It's in my email. Um, But I didn't obviously take those extra steps. But one of the things is always... If you are seeing a rental that's out there in Facebook Marketplace, if you don't know the person, a lot of times people are renting houses on their own or their apartment, like they're subleasing or doing something like that. Then you have to do the research, like find out in that, like these people calling me directly. It doesn't matter what real estate agent you call. If you see it listed by an agent, just call that agent and say, oh, I see it in there as a rental because then you'll know the truth. But definitely don't send anybody any money before you even see the apartment. Yeah, it's kind of like operating with a degree and or layer of skepticism with whatever you do. And it sounds terrible that you have to do this in this world that we live in. But the more accessibility we have, the more instant gratification, the more things that are at our fingertips with the touch of a button, the easier we are to hack like a hundred percent and be taken advantage of. Um, yeah. That's like having the same password for everything and then telling everybody what that password is. <laughs> um, we do have a uh, uh, somebody who's watching us on Facebook, Madison. She says, hi, hi ladies. Great topic. Cheers. Yeah. Chat. Yeah, hi, Madison. So Madison's watching us. Hi, Madison. Um, 
yeah, I, I would think that, you know, all those are great things, <laughs> great things well, so to, to, to touch upon. There are so many different types of scams right now, like internet scams. And that's why I think the episode that we do with um, the gentleman who teaches about internet scams will be so intriguing. Um, even like personally, my own mother has actually been really, really scammed um, recently. And it was devastating to her, absolutely positively devastating to her. And she was not operating with a degree of skepticism. She was like, why would Rockland, so completely nothing to do with real estate. This is just banking fraud. And where we're talking about somebody giving their actual banking information over the phone or over the internet, no bank. And I would love to have somebody who's in the banking industry call in and, and you know let us know what your thoughts are on this, but no bank is ever going to call you and ask you to verify your account number. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, they might ask you if you called them and they said, Hey, what was the, what was the minimum purchase that you just made? If you don't know yeah. your account number or something like that, that's one thing, but for them to actually call you, there's something bigger going on. And they yeah. used the gift card scam with my mother. They got her banking information and I mean, it, it was, it was really, really bad to yeah. the point where she's no longer on the internet because she's so terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's serious. It's not just potentially $45. It could be 6,000, 10,000, yeah. you know, it's just people fall for it all the time, you know? Yeah. I, I think I've, owned, I've gotten like a one, like call from my bank that I thought was a little questionable, but it was only because I had been collecting money um, for a donation to a charity <laughs> and I donated, I, I took all of the the um, money and I donated and it was a good amount of money. So like my bank called me and was like, I just want to make sure that like you're really donating to this. <laughs> like I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, that's, that, it's legit. But I mean, that was, it was nice to sort of know. It's like, yeah, oh. but they're calling you and they're verifying. They're making, yeah. they're protecting you. They're making sure that you're okay. And when this person called my mother, they, it was all under the guise of, hey, we've, we're seeing some fraudulent charges. Money's being taken out of your bank accounts. This is what you have to do to fix it. And I mean, somebody who isn't, you know, I, I don't want to say just kind of very trustworthy, right? She's yeah. not, she's operating like, oh my gosh, that's such a nice thing for the banking, the banking place to do. I'm not going to give out the any names. Place. Well, the, the, bank. the bank. I just don't want to say the name of the bank. I don't know if I can. Yeah. Um, banking yeah. institution. How's that? Institution. Banking yeah. Institution. Um, <laughs> oh, there's, um, there's money. She, I mean, she was really uh, pleasantly surprised. I mean, she thought like they were trying to protect her and then to have, and so it's so violating, yeah, you know, and to have it go in such the opposite direction. I mean, yeah, it was, it was just awful. So this is like super serious. Yes. Well, it could be dangerous. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the statistic is, but I would assume that it's sort of the um, older generation that can fall for these types of scams. And especially if they're living alone mm-hmm. um, to have people just randomly showing up to their house or somehow contacting them um, because their home is for rent. I mean, that it, it can be dangerous. Um, you know, I would just if we talk about this for a minute too, and if you remember, um, Melissa, your favorite show that we had with your favorite guests last oh, year, yes. COVID, and we talked about, for me as a listing agent, I never put pictures of um, children's bedrooms in any of my listings. This is a very, very good example why. The internet is free. There are freaks out there. <laughs> 
They yeah. are looking <laughs> upon the vulnerable, right? So that's why I don't do it. You know, everybody has like, you know, Johnny's room on, and I've talked about this <clears> in the past. I've had no problem selling houses. We have very strong listing agents, but we've never put children's bedrooms in our listings. And it's yeah. for this reason. But the other thing is, I also don't like Matterport. Now, I, I think it's a great technology. Um, we listened to a webinar. We talked about it last week about how- Maybe for new construction, it would be good. Yeah, because yeah. it's vacant and who cares if not, who cares if someone breaks in, but if someone breaks in, there's insurance and there's no real people living there. But you know, the Matterport, you're following dots. I'm literally- oh great this looks like a great house for me to break into i'm just gonna walk around i know where all your furniture is so i'm not gonna trip over it you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah it's too damn easy to to all that it, there's just too much out there yeah it was something that you said in the beginning of this was um it sort of triggered a a thought so i think mary and i were at one of our listings, this was maybe like two, two, three years ago. It was one in the Bridgewaters and the client was, did something to do with like cybersecurity, but like had to do with like children. And we explained uh -huh. to them, do you remember this? We were, I don't know, we were there for the final walkthrough maybe or, um, or, or something, um, smoke inspection, I think it was. Um, and they were just like telling us about sort of how they, um, you know, track people down in cyberspace and all these things. And just like, you just never know what people are capable of until you have to know what people are capable of. And it just, we explained to them that like, we never put kids photos mm. in, like, it's just, no. I mean, we I don't even want we don't even want cats or dogs in our photos. Not because it's not like aesthetically pleasing. We'll like Mary in there see a dog. every so often, every so often, Mary will be in a photo in MLS. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just something that popped in my head when you were talking. But um, some of the ways that the scammers are sort of taking action is, you know, like we said, they're doing false advertising. They're relisting previously sold properties, um, you know, listing a house for rent that is actually on the market to be sold, listing a property without the owner's knowledge, which is super, super dangerous, um, especially if the owner never catches on. Um, and and who, who should they call? So like, say their house isn't on the market um you know but somehow it becomes knowledge to them that that their house is being you know listed for rent i mean obviously call the police right <laughs> like i mean they might not have they won't because their house isn't for sale they don't have a realtor to go to so like your client last year was able to call you and be like hey this is like my, my, my condo is being listed for rent. Like, can you help me? And you were able to help them. Some people don't have somebody to call. Um, All you can do in that, that instance is report. Well, that one there on the one that we're talking about with Diane is it actually was, we had another client and I was sell. I had just sold her house mm -hmm. and she has a house down the Cape and she wanted to be closer to work where she worked in Braintree and she saw the listing on Craigslist. She called me. She's like, Hey, do you know anything about this place for rent? I'd like to see it. And I said, send me the link. And she sent me the link and I was like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Wait a second. Well, that's good circumstances right there. That's a coincidence. A yeah. Coincidence. Yeah. And I was like, so I called Diane because she was our buyer client as well. And I was like, Hey, I know, you know, that, whatever like are you considering like renting your place and she's like no so that's that yeah. one we, we lucked out with that one well but again, she could have been scammed out of thousands 
So, uh, you know, people, a lot of people are using Craigslist and now we know of Turbo Tenant, um, but a lot of people are using Craigslist because it's so easily accessible. And it's like a lot of, I haven't really heard anybody talk about Craigslist recently. So like, I don't, and I never used Craigslist. Like I, I think I went on it once. I like, feel like Facebook marketplace is <clears throat> Facebook marketplace is like the over. thing. So, but, but the thing with Facebook is like, you're, you're able to creep on somebody. So like you can, you can hire me. I will creep on it. Oh, you don't even have to hire me. I'll do it for free. I will creep on somebody. I will find out everything. <laughs> Put put me on the case and I'll I'll figure it out for you. But um but yeah, and so Facebook like is very good about they took it down pretty immediate. Cause I posted something on Pembroke Connect. So as soon as I was alerted to it, I then alerted Facebook that it was a scam. I was able to reach out to that turbo tenant, alert them that it was a scam. But this is the thing that sort of irritated me. They then sent me an email and said, you need to prove that you're the owner of the property. I need a copy of your um, tax bill and a utility bill in your payment, in your name, blah, blah, blah. And I was yeah. like, I'm the listing agent. This, I this saw, isn't I saw AAA that. or the DMV, okay? Like, I I'm trying to get that. a listing taken down. Yeah, I saw that in response. And honestly, I felt like it was a further scam. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I like, there's no way. Yeah. I saw that email too. I was like, that's a little, sh- and like, it looks crazy. automated too. It not did. To talk over you, but it did look automated. So that's something else that people have to sort of be aware is like. And why do I have to prove that um, I, I'm bringing this to your attention. Make the person who's doing the rental prove that they're the person. Yeah. Have them give you the documents because they can't. But anyway, you're like, now I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But back to Craigslist. So like a lot of people use Craigslist, not just as the Craigslist killer, but, <laughs> but a lot of people do like real estate. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. That's all I think about when I think of Craigslist. That's why I don't think I've ever used it. Like it, what good has ever come from Craigslist? Nothing. I don't know. People seem to really, <laughs> people seem to really like it. No, but one thing, so like with Craigslist or, so I used to use Craigslist or, or operate and help people from um, a rental standpoint, just be like, Hey, this is probably your best opportunity here is, is you're supposed to be verified. Right. Yeah. Um, completely lost my train of thought with that. All right. Oh, okay. Um, I believe, sorry, I believe that it's, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Well, okay. that's something that, um, so I think with this particular house that what they had for rent, they were saying it's, you know, a 900 square foot house or, or a 960 square foot house for under a thousand dollars in Pembroke. Yeah. That's like, bananas. Like it's just, it's, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. Well, well, to that point is like, okay, so possibly do your research and see what other like rentals are in the area. Um, and you can sort of get a, a what did you, someone just yeah. drink something? I'm yeah. not, I'm not looking. Oh, you're having some rosé. That's lovely. We're having coffee, coffee to wake ourselves up. <laughs> It's been a long day, um, but you do a little research. So, okay, if you're not working with an agent to help you find a rental or working with somebody else, do a little research. So, like, you you probably do know, like, what typically, like, a two-bedroom rental, mm-hmm. but, okay, so this is a house, um, two bedrooms, uh, 900 square feet, uh, you know, I, 
it's it's going to be a little bit more than than nine hundred dollars a month. Well, yeah. Start looking at what the average rates in your um, rental rates in your area yeah. are, and immediately you'll be like, Ooh, red flag. Red if flag. the situation is better than what you're living in now, and it's cheaper, it might be a scam. <laughs> <laughs> Put it out there, <laughs> because at nine hundred dollars, you'll have people lining up down the street. Well, that's why I think we were getting as many inquiries as we were, as people are like, oh my gosh, like number one, Pembroke doesn't have a ton of rentals to begin with. So as soon, and especially where it went on Facebook marketplace, as soon as that went out, I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't get more phone calls, honestly, Sharon. Well, you know, I, I don't know if you saw it right before we went on the show, actually the owners, well, I did. I did. The daughter actually called me because it's her aunt's house and she didn't want to, you know, get her mom upset or like, you know, make her that nervous. But I told her, I reached out to her right away because my fear was, you know, I don't want our client to be in the house, you know, finishing up, you know, cleaning up, doing whatever they're doing around the house. And then now these strangers are just showing up at the house. Yeah. Hey, I'm here to rent the house or, you know what I mean? The other thing I did is I reached out to um, somebody in the neighborhood that is a past client of ours. And I alerted her to the situation too, because I was trying to do everything in my power that if people do show up, that I'm letting them know like somebody needs to tell them it's a scam. Don't send them any money. And she's on a text message group with um, like 12 of our neighbors. And she reached out to all of our neighbors too, and just sort of kept them on high alert too. So we can do everything that we possibly can to protect people from being sucked into this hmm. terrible situation. Yeah. Um, we have a couple people who are watching us. Ken McCormick, keeping it real ladies. Hi. <laughs> He's like my number one fan. Um, uh, Jasmine, I never would have thought of that. I'm sure she's talking about everything because we're we are just full of knowledge. Yeah, and then Kim McKenna is watching too. Thanks for the info. Um, yeah, I mean, this is... Kim that I reached out to. It was Kim that I reached Yeah, I mean, that's, that's important. You really have like, to look out for your neighbors. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say now. Exactly that, like looking out to your neighbors. And, you know, when I reached out to Kim, I was just like, at first I was like, I don't... I don't want to make her obligated to do this, but I'm clearly on vacation. And you know what I mean? Like we're very fortunate. Our clients become our friends and they, I know the type of people we work with don't want to see anybody else get hurt financially either. And um, it stinks that, you know, people potentially, I really am curious Mel with that person. I, I'm sort of talking now, like real talk right on the radio, but um the person you have that person's phone number that called. Did yeah. do you still have that phone number? You might want to call her back and just make sure that she alerts her bank or her credit card or something. Yeah, I did tell her to. I I didn't put it in the text message, but I did have a little bit of a conversation with her um, because she was like, "Well, what am I going to do?" So I was like, "You just yeah, however you paid for it, make sure that you reach them." Uh, well, I hope they didn't take determined. more money. That's what I'm hoping. I hope they yeah. Didn't as as far as I know, it was just the the money for the application. Um, so, I mean, that's that. Other <laughs> other thing, maybe don't put in an application for properties that you've never seen in person. Yeah. yeah. Like that's scary. And and that's kind of, so this air of desperation that we're in right now, even from a home buying perspective and a rental perspective, 
you know, the, the amount of inventory is so limited that I feel like sometimes people are just acting from this desperate place. Just get me into something. I don't care what it is. Like I just, I just need a home. I just need a place. And they're obviously living situation on the other side must be so in, I don't want to say inconvenient, but Oh, I'm sorry that I keep on interrupting. No, right. Like you know, like talking to it's like I'm talking to real live people who have real live needs and, and like, problems. I'm sure nine hundred fifty dollars or whatever. I think it was nine fifty for you know uh, this house and you know a, a ranch style home, and they were just hopeful. Like that's the part that like oh my gosh, it just like breaks my heart to think of like you know, the woman who drove all the way there and she just probably felt urgency that she wanted to be one of the first ones to have her application in. And you know what I mean? Like that just literally breaks my heart. But now these people want me to help them find a rental. And it's like, I can't, there is no such thing as a house for rent for 945. There's no such thing. Yeah. Um, This, honestly, I, I, Scamming is never going to be over or gone. Like this is just what some people, yeah, this is just what some people do, unfortunately, even though like this, I feel like is so ridiculous, like to scam somebody out of $45 for an application fee, like seriously, get a job. I I literally, so um, actually at Redwood Circle earlier today, um, there we, we started we were going through like a home inspection process, right? And I went there and I met up with the buyer's agent and the buyer. And I said, hey, I just want to make you aware of this. I'm not sure if you've seen anything, but I don't want the buyer to feel as if anything's going on. I don't know if you've seen that like there was a post and- Hi, Miss Marley. Hi, Marley Bella. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello. Um, but I don't want her to feel as if, you know, anything's going on and like, we're very much aware of it. We've already notified everybody that we can and to have it taken down. And he was, he operates in the rental field quite often. And he was like, oh, Mary, you have no idea. I've had FBI, like he, mm-hmm. he does a lot of rentals. And he's like, I've had FBI come to our office. I've had somebody come to our office in tears that they actually gave somebody $6,000. And he was like, well, you didn't give it to me. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell I you. You, have it. you might want to go try and get like, call somebody, call the police, you know, yeah. Um, he Glenn does was, do a lot of rentals. Yeah, he does. He was he was going over even just some like credit card scams or debit card scams. People wanted when he was renting to somebody, and he was actually a facilitator in them getting caught later on down the road. Um, but he was renting to somebody who was literally stealing millions of dollars via ATM cards. That's how sophisticated their game was. And they were, would leave and go out of the country or stay somewhere for three months, leave and go out of the country, stay somewhere, come back. (laughs) And that's what they did. I was like, isn't it just easier to get a job? Like that seems like a lot of work to me. Yeah. The The Catholic girl in me, it just feels better knowing that these people will rot in hell. That's how I feel. Okay. okay. I did go to jail. So yeah. Good job. Glenn. I always like <laughs> get nervous. Like when I use like an ATM, like I always try to use the ATM at my bank. Yeah. I, ne- um, I never, I never use anything. I never use yeah. like, I, I don't even do like the cashback thing. I'd rather just go to my bank and use the ATM. And I always get like nervous when I uh, get gas because I always want a receipt because I want it. I don't want the person next, like after me, stealing my. Just I just no. think that it's not. It's not the the transaction is not done unless I have a receipt. Okay. 
that's just how I am in my head. I like, I need a receipt because I just feel like someone's going to zoom in right after me and be like, Oh, it's still going. Fill her up. Fill her up. So funny. Um, How much time do we have left? Let's give out the phone number. We only have five minutes left. So if you want to talk to us in our last five minutes, um, call Ben at the studio, 781-837-4900. And um, if you have any scamming, uh, stories. stories. If anyone's tried to scam you, <laughs> maybe if we've real estate <laughs> or something. All right. Now I'm getting slap happy. So anybody else have anything to say? Because I don't know if I should talk. Well, I, I'm looking forward to the next show. If we can have him on in a few weeks, because, um, you know, to get a little more in depth with some of, even though it doesn't have to do with real estate, you know, some of the other scams that people again they're preying upon the vulnerable and that would be our seniors or people like who are in desperate need of housing, which is one reason why I'm on the affordable housing committee now in Pembroke. It's just, um, it's, it's just, I guess the vehicle that we have every Tuesday night here on WATD uh, with our friend Ben over at the studio is that we are able to alert people to these types of things, whether they have to do with real estate or not. It's just about um, like Ken McCormick says, but just keeping it real. I want to talk on that show just about, you know, how to protect yourself, like what to do, like what can you be doing right now actively to protect yourself from getting scammed? And two, what happens if you do and where do you go from there? Like, what is the process? What does that look like? And I think he would be a good resource just because he teaches about them and like what the actual scam is and how intricate it is. You know, if somebody in another country is sending a thousand text messages pretending to be Sharon McNamara or whoever, Right. Eventually, somebody responds. You yeah, know that you know without. I mean, this thing people. at forty-five dollars <laughs> piece, you get a hundred people to agree because there's a hundred people yeah. out there that desperate to get housing. There you go, forty-five hundred dollars. But and don't, let's keep in mind too, I was scammed last year during COVID when I got oh, yeah. number. So I'm still going through that, where you know Maybe somebody needs to be you, right? What, they so opened get, a PPE <laughs> loan in your name, right? Yeah. They were doing unemployment. Oh, right. Back when that was the fashionable scam, right? Yes. Yep. Unemployment in my name and it's still not taken care of. And I had to put a lock on everything that I do. And embarrassingly, I went to like, I don't know, like the Gap or Banana Republic, one of those stores. And my um, card hadn't been used in a while and they went to use it. And they're like, we're sorry. It's like, it's locked. (laughs) I'm like... But I think, so what you just said right there, that it's embarrassing, I think is why it's important to actually talk about it because a lot of people are embarrassed that this is ha- that they were taken advantage of, that they were quote unquote gullible enough to fall for it or weren't active enough to realize what was going on and they don't talk about it. And that's how they're, the scammers are able to continue to do what they do is because we don't talk about it all that much. And it's like, what do you look out for? What do you, how do you protect yourself? You know, it's not embarrassing. Like this is just an inevitability of the world that we live in now. So mm-hmm. the more information you have, the better you, you are able to protect yourself. No, Sorry, I'm on a rant. <laughs> yeah. Give our listeners three top tips from tonight's show on how they can best protect themselves and things to look out for with rental scams. Call a professional if you think that, they, if there's something to question, call a professional. They'll let you know. Operate with a general layer of skepticism with everything that you do on the internet. Trust no one. Mm-hmm. And just reach out. Reach out to somebody else. You're not in this alone. Even though you feel like you may be, just 
do research. I love that that guy, let's try to get him on the radio show, the one that reached out to us directly on our website. Let's see if he'll join us in a few weeks because he he sensed it was too good to be true and he did some research and he reached out to us before he fell, fell trapped and victim. Absolutely. Well, enjoy the rest of your night, everybody. That's, that's our show. Bye. Bye, everybody. Have a good week. W-A-T-T-F-M Marshfield, W-B-M-S Brockton. The South Shore's first choice for live team coverage of breaking news, emergency traffic, and severe weather. W-A-T-T, streaming on...